up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Beers Podcast, another full studio. Myself, uh, brother Frank, Nikki Q, Eli, and Jared in studio. Uh, episode 102. How are we feeling today, guys? How are we doing? Nikki Q, what's going good, on? Good, man. Good. Long day. What is up with people at these uh, parking terminals? You know, instead of the meters throwing quarters in, you got to go to a little database or whatever the fuck. And you got to type in your plate and then swipe your card. And why does it take 30 minutes every time? Some people don't have their license plate memorized. It's ridiculous. I do, and I'm going to give it to you on air right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This girl turned around. She's like, sorry, guy. I was like, excuse me, <laughs> sir? Wow. How dare Jesus. she assume that you're a guy? <laughs> I don't know. It's the, it's the little things like that that set me over the absolute edge where I'm like going to commit war crimes. That's uh, yeah. that sounds like you have something. There's a deeper rooted issue going on. That's a lot of impatience there, bud. I don't know. Man. Are you doing all right? No. You just get the app. They have apps now. You can just get the app and no, pay I'm, on your phone that way, and then you don't have to deal with that. No, I'm old school. Oh my like god! 25, yeah, dude. I thought you just turned 21. Like Bro, you can't say you're old school unless you're putting quarters into a meter I do or have do a that. beard. That's true. His hair's his okay, hair's what, falling out a little bit. What about Jared? No, Jared's not old school either, dude. Jared's a young buck. I don't claim to be old school though. Jared doesn't have a beard. Jared's a young buck though. <clears throat> there is apps for everything nowadays, which is nice because I do fuck with that heavy. The best app it's is too to much scoot nap. I mean, you scooter, you scoot around. <laughs> yeah, bird. Yeah, that was awesome in Indy. Do you no. think those scooters are ever going to come to uh, Lehigh Valley? No. Nah, they'll never be in the Northeast, dude. Oh, yeah. You know, some dude was like, let's get scooters, and then someone gave him a billion dollars, and that's it. <laughs> it's a love Crazy. story. A capitalistic right? love story. <sighs> give you a war story. Shark Tank episode, really. <laughs> give, you a, give you a good office war story. Yeah. Oh, is this like a relationship, human-to-human dynamic kind of war? Um, no, this is more like a Cold War. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're in the Cold War phase in the office. Oh. So I uh, get 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 in today, checking my emails. You know, being the good little corporate cuck that I am. <laughs> and uh, dude, this one lady, she's probably like forty, uh, sends an, a mass email to everybody in the office and was like, "Please don't take other people's lunches out of the fridge." Like some people have a lunch saga. <laughs> some oh, people no. have food allergies. And can't eat anything else. Thanks. And I was like, yo. The last part. Who is Ethan Lunch? I'm going to say, okay, so obviously the elephant in the room is you shouldn't take somebody else's lunch. But I'm going like to say. That's obvious. Though. Throwing the food allergy in there. It's a shitty move. It's a <laughs> shitty move at the end. It's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Get over yourself. Like, because now you're bringing everybody else involved in this. And now we got to start listening to you talk about the food allergy dynamic of this in play. And it becomes a complaining thing. Yeah. The, or, food, the food allergy part made me root for the person that stole the lunch. <laughs> what is she gluten free? They dude? definitely did it to make said person feel even worse. <laughs> right. So, and that's, that's just a bad move. Especially if it was an accident, dude. Like, what if it was it an never, accident? No, that, that's the thing. There's no way this person accidentally went into the fridge, took something out of it, and ate it. Yeah, like, there's no doesn't... way. So, so you have two sides. One side is it's very funny 
that this person did that. <laughs> but the other side is that is a dick move because the person's out of lunch, allergy or not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The allergy is just off the table. We, we're not here for yeah, the allergy. Gives, <laughs> yeah, no one cares whose side are we on here? The, the thief or the thief? I'm kind of leaving. I'm kind of leaning thief, to be honest, because it's just funny. Like, <laughs> the fact that the email went out. <laughs> I, like, I like that too. What, do you the know what that the email was? went out? Yeah. What was the food? <laughs> this guy's taking Roy off the grid. <laughs> no, they didn't say. They didn't, they didn't say what it was. You know what, though? Like, I, I had like a, a moment where like I felt bad because I thought I did it, but I know I didn't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got nervous. I was like, did I eat somebody's food by accident? I was like, no, I didn't do that. Like, I know I didn't do that. I packed my lunch. See, if it was like a dairy-free pizza or something, I'm all for the thief because that's just disgusting to begin with. Why would you even want to eat that? I love how the person, I love how the like person walked dead. in. The person walked in the break room. They opened the fridge. Oh, today's potluck day. They just like <laughs> took something, something out. Right? Yeah. I think the food definitely matters in this situation. And also, there is one other question I, don't think it I have. Matter. Yeah, the food is. I don't know. It's, so, it's it someone's lunch. The food and the allergies don't matter. Yeah, the allergy does not matter. The one thing I'm curious <laughs> about is like, what is the like the natural instinct of the person who was robbed? Right? Like, did they not smell the food? Was it something you heat up? Like, could they have smelled their food being be. cooked? That's it true, dude. I can say it, this though. I saw I a lot of. I that. saw a lot of like styrofoam boxes in the fridge. More more than the the typical amount. Like there were seven in there. And like I might see one, Very, uh, one or two throughout the week, so my thought process was take one and no one will notice. Potentially, <laughs> maybe like a group of people went out to lunch and like these people both got the same thing, but like one like I, I'm just gonna make them an example. It's easy, but like let's just say one person got onions on their cheesesteak and one person didn't, and the person like accidentally ate it because it was so close or like you know what I mean. They didn't know, and then the other person like ate that and they were just shitting their brains out like the rest of the day not even knowing like take a few bites and like oh shit did you do it no i didn't do it <laughs> i bet it was just like chips and queso yeah girl yeah, dinner like it's just a girl snack dinner. Girl, girl dinner, girl dinner. Like, six olives it was just a yogurt had oh, to man. be had to be a pack of saltine crackers but it's opened and one's out it's only one left inside of it <laughs> no it, it was a fruit tray that's why the guy thought, that's why the person thought be. it was up for grabs oh man it was just a tray of assorted fruit yeah wild we're gonna we're gonna do some more investigation and, and try to get to the bottom of this and uh, see see if we can report yeah, back invested yeah i would love yeah. for all the facts to come out but i am leaning the I need you to be like deep in this fucking story. Dude. I need to know if they heated up this food. That's a good point. Though, I really need to warm, know that's that. A, that's a great point. Like you wouldn't, you didn't smell this happening. Like, like if it's a cold sandwich, and th that's just robbery. You just didn't see it. But like if some, if you had like a stew, right? Like yeah. let's just use a hypothetical rice, here. pasta, any sort and of thing you're heating. Up. You wouldn't be like hmm, that. Like weirdly smells like my food. Let me go grab my food just to see. Like I don't know. that's not. Dude, the I'm break room, the break room has good enough distance away from the cubicles where you're not going to smell it. Oh, we know you got it like that. My bad, bro. No, we don't. There's just a door, and it says, please keep door closed. So the door is always closed. Yeah. Corporate cogs in here. But please I've worked at places shut. where the break room, where the microwaves are, are very far away from desks. So. Or close, where people cook fish. Wait, did you guys... Um, 
Okay, did you guys see today the Mexican drop the Mexican government dropped some bombs on us? Oh, oh the aliens? aliens. They just had this press conference. I don't even know what it was. Like was it just like they're like the head of their government or like was it They probably been playing like a smaller a thing of their government. Who knows with Mexico, but I love how it's just this press conference and these people are just showing these alien bodies. Do you guys think they're real? I got to poke it. I don't know, man. Those were like the most ET looking motherfuckers that I've ever seen in my <laughs> yeah, life. It was, they look and, so fake. Yeah, it was too close to expectation, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, I, I don't know. And they look like fucking, um, um, paper mache. Yeah, honestly, that I was like, but they, well, they claim that they were like a thousand years old. I they think. had great skin. A thousand year old <laughs> things don't look like that, dude. They don't look well, like they were fucking aliens, calcified right, yeah. shit. Yeah. I don't know that we have like a baseline to compare it right or wrong <clears> to. <throat> But I do know that, like I said, that when I saw it, if if you show me an alien, like a legitimate, like the first time I ever see an alien laying there, right, a body, if it is what I expect it to look like, I don't believe that it's an alien. Because, like, there's no way that my brain just guessed exactly what this thing looks like and all of a sudden is conveniently laid did in front you, of it. Did me. you see when the United States Congress brought the skeleton of the alien head? And it literally looked like the fucking thing from Indiana Jones and the Kragen with the Crystal Skull. <laughs> it was the same the thing. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's a movie. Like, we've already seen this. You're not fooling anybody. I don't, I don't know. All man. I know is those aliens look like some little bitches, though. They like, were small, no one, right? No one, in, no one in the world should be afraid of aliens at this point in time. Imagine those little things try to invade us. <laughs> oh, dude, what if they have the force, though, or like a little right, and they want, and you just can't move? Bro, this that brings, is true. This brings us right oh. back to our <clears throat> horse-sized duck or duck-sized horses. It's like, like a Bradley Martin it's, conversation. It's, well, no, it's <laughs> totally different because I'm talking about just one-on-one, that alien that we saw that from the Mexico like government going against, like, LeBron James, like our greatest athlete. <laughs> like imagine no, just the never, difference. Never. Like how are we afraid of aliens at this Bro, point? They're, knee they're high. interdimensional. They're knee high. Interdimensional. I'll fucking drop kick that bitch. Yeah, oh. you sound I'm not worried was. about it. Dude, I feel you like you fell on some water Shut in a kitchen up, and dude. knocked Why yourself is... out, bro. Right. Yeah, friendly fire. I do think that <laughs> it depends if they got toys, dude. Like if they have technology, they're gonna Define win. It's like toys. Like if, Okay, here's an example, right? You're twenty. You're twenty five years old. That's not a toy that we're talking about. Spirit guns with dildos. Imagine you're twenty five years old and you see Harry Potter a hundred yards away from you, right? You're like, you got to go beat that kid up. You're gonna be like, Harry Potter, and you would walk towards him and he would absolutely dust you with his wand. You just yeah, but then I have a gun and shoot him. Okay, maybe, but he's probably gonna dust like a and then the bullet hits you. Like he knows the spells. Imagine in the Harry Potter world, someone just walked up to Voldemort and was like. Bang. Bro, uh, yeah. Bro, what? A, a Michael Bang, Harry Potter. <laughs> Dude, a, a wizard cannot win Guardian Leviosa bullet fast enough. That's like, what I'm saying. Just, I don't know. Well, I that like wouldn't be the spell you'd use. It'd be Protego, first of all. You'd probably just relocate Potego. yourself. Protego. Bang. Okay, okay. What, I'm, what I'm picturing is Derrick Henry has three yards to pay dirt, and that alien is a linebacker, and he's got to stop Derrick Henry. And I'm Pete Carroll. I'm saying throw a slant. <laughs> All right, yeah. and I'm the alien, and I can like just <laughs> shift through your body, nah, bro, get behind get, you, and then just cut on, through, cut through Derrick Henry's Achilles, just I think like you're that. Just handsomely underestimating the intelligence of yeah, dude, they beings built the that travel through space. Bro, and came they're not here. very smart. Bro. The Mexican government captured them. Come on, they didn't capture them. Gas them. <laughs> Let's be real here. <laughs> they didn't capture anybody. Yeah, they found them. It's like dinosaur fossils. <laughs> <They found> <laughs> you know what I mean? They dug up some dirt, and they're like, "Oh, look at this thing." 
Let's uh, let's pretend like we're relevant. I don't know, dude. I would take a fucking nine mil to that alien any day. <laughs> dude, speaking of crazy things, how about the uh, dude that escaped from uh, the penitentiary in Pennsylvania who's been on the run for yeah, like they got, got him caught, today. He got caught today, yeah. Yeah, they, I was kind of rooting for Apparently him. they said somebody else broke out the same way, first off. And the other thing I want to point out is this guy's five feet tall and he did like the wall climb. That is crazy. Like, how narrow is that spot that a five-foot man... Like, that's... You extend yourself, right? Like, a five-foot man doesn't do things that you extend yourself. The real question is, what was the guy whose job it is to watch the security cameras doing during that time? What Uh, were any of them doing? That guy's five feet tall. Oh, my God. Do you guys see the the press conference where the one... I don't know how this guy got in (laughs) there, but I guess he's like an internet internet personality... And he asked, what did he say? He was like, were you nervous or afraid that he would link up with another small dude and then those two would go in a trench coat, little rascal style? (laughs) To have that, like, like the most serious time for this, this, you know, whoever this guy in the state police the most serious moment in his career, and someone asked him that question. That's pretty funny. The serious, that's amazing. The most serious moment of his career is a joke, and that's why Dude, it's funny. Bro, they just had a fashion show, and a guy snuck in with a trash bag and a bonnet on, and they got fucking tackled off stage. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, but I believe that too. Everything's a fucking joke nowadays. Have you realized that? You saw all videos carry a ladder. Yeah. They'll let you in anyway. Yeah, anything cordial <laughs> where you're like, have this, a ladder. this is a real big deal, like, you know, fashion show or fucking police conferences and people are just like how can i make a joke out of this also how ridiculous was it did you guys see like i guess it was the state police whatever unit it was they captured him they were just like taking pictures with him yeah it's did you corny. see that post it to the corny dude post it to graham yeah baby. post it to the graham it's not eric frame man dude just <clears throat> broke out of a fucking dude should we try American that ninja warrior try to right get now. like an nfl field like make fake passes and then just like hit up the security guard and be like yo you play the new oh, war yeah, zone sure yet work. like when we hopping on the sticks I'll be like, oh, not Kai ain't got it yet, but after this check, we'll be playing. You'll be like, all right, bet, I'll see you. Yeah. And then you're on the field. Yeah. All I know is Eric Frayne, still the PA undisputed hide and seek champ. Uh, okay, moving on to our beer of the week. That We're drinking some beers. Uh, is butter a carb? A pretzel Oktoberfest. Evil genius. Is it? 5.5%. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is pretty interesting. Yellow can. The can sticks out. Can definitely pops. Very uh, buttery. You can, like, smell the pretzel. Ever eat the buttered flavored pretzels that they make? Delicious. Yeah, I'm getting, like, that... <laughs> Butter um, flavored <clears throat> pretzels. Yeah, you've never had those? <laughs> no. They're, like, I in a yellow bag? Yeah, Frankie knows. They're what? awesome. I have no idea. I'll bring them in. You'll, you I can try like them. every pretzel is butter on it, but... No, um, not so, like this. Evil Genius up in Pittston, PA... <laughs> Scranton Wilkes Bear area. Um it's it's an okay beer. It's pretty solid. Nothing to uh you know go home about. I mean it starts very like it's almost like what's in the beginning of it? Like well, how do they make that pretzel flavor? It's like almost like caramel almost. Don't know what you guys think. It is a lager. It's almost like a I don't even know, like it's a caramel, heavy. nutty kind of taste the malt. in the beginning, the multi, yeah, that's what I was Thinking of maybe I don't know. Um, it, it's an okay, very average, I'd say beer. The can's really cool. I mean, it just says "Is butter a carb?" which is a weird thing to say. 
and then it's just a yellow can. So it definitely pops, definitely eye-catching, 5.5%, um, you know, pretty okay ABV. Doesn't end that great, so I'm going to go a 5.1. All right, yeah, I, I don't think this beer tastes like anything uh, while you're drinking it, but once the aftertaste has that, like, pretzel, salty type aftertaste where like you want to eat another or you want to take another sip of your drink um i don't know i feel like there's just nothing to it give it a four eight like that alien yeah the this i'm gonna give this beer a three and two of the points come from liking the can <laughs> so i hate this beer a lot I think it tastes terrible. I think it tastes like a yingling that someone made bitter. Someone put salt in it. It tastes like a bitter yingling, and I I don't like it. And I like Evil Genius a lot, like a lot of their beers. So I'm not hating on them as a brewery because they're awesome. But this beer is terrible. Don't get it twisted. It's not that bad. I use words that's on the can. It says don't get it twisted on the can. And there's a bunch of pretzels. No, I thought you were creative. Um, I like this beer, but I don't love it. It's about as average as I am. So I'm going to give it a 6-1 to align with my height. It's pretty mediocre. Oh, sick, dude. Sick brag. You're 6-1? Okay. I am 6-1. Okay. And I'm 5-12. You'll get back in that lifted Camry. Right. You, you can look at my federal ID or whatever the fuck, my All state right. ID. Yeah, because the government's always right. Uh, I mean, COVID-19, I couldn't be any more right about that. So, yeah, I, I kind of like the salty flavor and the maltiness to it. I think this beer would probably taste really good out of a draft, too. Um, so definitely giving it an optimism point on there. Um, but what you know what this beer isn't going to do is it's not going to make me feel better about how painful of a week one we had in the NFL and the return with uh, all the injuries. Still salty after week one. Heartbroken. Uh, obviously, we have a lot of Garrett Wilson futures out there. Um, see you next Tuesday. And I mean, dude, I can't. I have I'm, I'm what I've been betting on the NFL for six years now, and intently following the sport for that amount of time, I cannot remember a more devastating week for the sport than Week One that we had this year. Mind-boggling. The injuries were absurd, dude. I kind of want to say, um, yeah, I mean. Are we just going to jump right into the biggest injury? I mean, no, it's, dude, we can go through Where, them all. I can, do? Dude, I'll rapid fire. Cam Hayward out four to six weeks. Deontay Johnson out three to four weeks with a hamstring. Like, boom, boom. There goes two really good football players. Um, Austin Eckler, contract here, ankle. Boom, see you later. Uh, Tyler Lindenbaum, Ronnie Stanley, Marcus Williams, J.K. Dobbins. You know, obviously Dobbins season ending. And then two guys on the O-line, Stanley and Linderbaum, out about four weeks. Marcus Williams torn Peck out for the whole year. Um, and then obviously you have, and we're probably missing some. I mean, oh, Kelsey didn't even play on Thursday. No. You know, got hurt in practice. Andrews didn't play. He's got the quad. Judy didn't play. Judy's been out. And then, uh, you know, obviously the big bugaboo, the fucking double rainbow, American flag, Aaron Rodgers hype, four plays in, see uh, maybe never. Yeah, let's get into that one. That might be the... 
this I don't know if this is even a hot take, but that might be the biggest injury in all of the NFL. Uh, with the way the Hall of Fame quarterback came over to, you know, such a lowly franchise, no disrespect to the Jets, but just know who they are. Um, Hall of Fame quarterback, the expectations, a good, really good young team on offense and defense, you know, so much hype. The hard, they had, their hard knocks was there. I mean, Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets right after the Super Bowl. He came on uh, Pat McAfee and was like, you know, I did my retreat, came out of the darkness, and I'm, I want to be a New York Jet. So ever since February, there was so much hype around it. Everyone said all this team needs is a quarterback. This is a Super Bowl team. All they need is a quarterback. They get that Hall of Famer, four plays in, he tears his Achilles. Yeah. I mean, just and on 9-11. <laughs> like, dude, the, that might be – the worst night for a lot of people that are football fans. Bro, Sam Morrell said the Jets on 9-11 did better than <laughs> fucking Aaron Rodgers. But we all know he's doing ayahuasca right now, just having a great time. Um, it really uh, worked out for the Jets, though. They only have to give up the second-round pick. It's the MetLife field, dude. Yeah, You know what's crazy, though, is that for the World Cup, they're going to bring in grass. For the soccer players, yeah, but they yeah. won't put grass in for the football players. And you have two owners in the same stadium, so if they were like, they could split the cost of replacing the field. It's not even like it's not even like you're paying full cost if you're one owner, one stadium. Yeah, it's insane, dude. The NFL scriptwriter is definitely fired after that one. It just, it was just like a, it just wasn't. We were so excited for football and just all the injuries and just like. It's it's hard to say oh implications to fantasy futures, but like yeah obviously that carries some weight. But as a fan, like we want to see the best players on the field. We want to see them healthy. We want to see them compete, and to see so many good players go down before we even get in the thick of things, just kind of like it, it just burns out your excitement a little bit. You All know? right, it's like fuck. This is what I was waiting for. So horrendous uh, week one. Who do you think's the Super Bowl team? We did it last week. Who, who's your number one right now? Uh, power rankings, probably the 49ers. Niners, yeah. I, um, think, I think the Dolphins actually have a good shot. But yeah. Yeah, two is one yeah. hit away, though, dude. We just talk about injuries. Yeah, That guy's one pancake away from being in, you know, intensive care for the rest of his life. So what, do you guys want to recap a little bit, preview? What do you guys want to do? Let's, uh, that Chargers-Dolphins game was one of the best football games I've watched. Nah, I wish memory. that was a prime time game. That game was awesome. Yeah, that was. Um, that's all I want to say. I just <laughs> I really enjoyed watching that football so, game so too. <laughs> the only person in this room who walked away like with a smile on their face is uh, Young Eli, Chief Audio Chief of the podcast room. Why is that? Tell us about your weekend. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> the Washington. It's good to see them open the season with a win. They don't really ever do that. Uh, still kind of a lot of bonehead plays, but they played the Cardinals. I mean, you know, the Giants had the Cowboys. That was pretty rough. The Ravens just uh. kind of made it difficult for themselves more than anything. But we, Dude, uh, with that interception in the first half by Lamar was just the fact that I lost the team total on that. Yeah, it's frustrating. was ridiculous. I mean... I think it's a good outlook for Washington. They kind of gave up points on 
kind of silly plays. They gave up 16 total. Seven of them came off a scoop and score with 55 seconds left in the second quarter just because they were trying to push the ball up the field, you know, with the guy starting his second game ever. Uh, I think they show some good flashes, but the East kind of looks messy, though. I mean, we can kind of, like, skip over to the Giants game here. Let's not. No, we're going to talk about it because... Cowboys, baby, two to one to win divisions. Looking spicy. The Eagles looked eh. Jalen Hurts had an all right game. They almost blew it against the Patriots after scoring 16 points in the first, like, eight, nine minutes of the first quarter. So we're going to have to kind of see how they develop. But we have the game tomorrow, which when you hear this will be yesterday. And we'll see which is a bigger fraud, the Eagles or the Vikings. But with the Giants-Cowboys, you know, obviously that game, there was a lot of, like, freak incidents going on in that game like the ball that bounced off Saquon and got returned like things like that like you can't really totally give the Cowboys credit for yeah you guys did get blacked by like 40 points but like there was some like really unlucky presence there for New York that night we we didn't score a point Daniel Jones was pressured on 70% of all snaps it was fucking pouring the entire time. Those fans look so sad in their At least no one snapped their Achilles. So That's yes. true. I, I guess we no walked, injuries. walked away with no injuries and no points. So You can go one and one. one. Just beat the Cardinals. You guys are going to come out mad, beat the Cardinals. I, I think the reason the whole Saquon interception happened is that he was working out too much with Kadarius Tony. Uh, Tony is just <laughs> oh my god! Talk, talk about a, a wild fucking opening game for the season. Talk Dude. about butterfingers, man. Poor Pat Mahomes. Tony that? is just. I saw a picture on the internet that had Kadarius Tony with both hands clean on the ball and like a slant route or some type of post or something. And the caption just said, "Would you believe me if I told you that this play ended in a pick six? <laughs> yeah, no one Never. would. It's um, just insane. So after the crazy week that we did have in football with just underdogs left and right winning outright, um, we gotta we gotta go through some survivor talk here and think about like what what are the moves? Do you do you take some obvious teams like? Do you just take the Cowboys against the Jets? Nine and a half point favorites at home. Um, can you trust the Bills right now after they just lost to the Jets playing the Raiders who didn't look half bad against the Broncos? Can you go to war with Buffalo right now in the survivor pool and be okay if you lose? I feel like Buffalo is one of those teams I don't know at all. I don't know who they're going to be this year. And I already said before the week started um, – Josh Allen, you saw it against the Jets. His clutch gene is just non-starting. He was 0 for 4 going into that in overtime, and now he's 0 for 5. I mean, they just can't finish anything. Diggs was frustrated last year. So, I mean, that's one of those real big question marks that, like, they're a favorite, but they actually might end up being, like, an average team. When yeah, it comes this to is a uh, loss. this is kind of a tough survivor week. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Um, you could just take the Giants and keep continuing to fade the Cardinals because when are you ever going to pick the Giants again? Um, but every other game, I mean, Falcons, Packers, Falcons aren't that bad. Bill, Bills would probably be your only other choice. Um, you're definitely not going to pick the Ravens or the Bengals. Yeah, it's it's tough. Can you go to war with the Eagles on Thursday night after what you saw from them playing in New England? No, if I couldn't pick the Giants or the Bills, I would, I would honestly go with the Bears. I think they're, the they're going to win that game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's a ballsy pick. You would not take Dallas at home against the Jets? No. Over 49ers on the road? I kind of low-key 
think the Jets are going to win that game. Yeah, Dallas makes – dude, when they have a good game like that, they get so insanely complacent immediately. What about the Colts against the Texans? That could be a hold your nose. I think the Texans are going to win that game too. I, yeah. I Jags, thought, Chiefs, no I way. I thought Colts, Jared, and then I read and everyone was saying the Texans on that. So I'm still mm-hmm. kind of undecided. They don't have a quarterback, dude, man. Brutal I league mean, for Survivor. They got brutal. Anthony Richardson. Two rookies. Michael Pittman went crazy last week. Saints against the Panthers? Really good. That could be – I mean, I hate taking row teams – Ah, that could be good but, too, just because I mean that's another rookie quarterback. That dude, how small did Bryce Young look on he Sunday? Is small. It, but like you don't, it, it didn't really, like it didn't really hit me until I saw him out there on the field, like live game action. Like he is fucking tiny, man. What are the specs? Gotta get that Do weight you know, up. You know the size, dude. He's I think he's five ten one a day. He's listed weights like. What two hundred five or what they clock him at the the combine, whatever it was. But there's no way he's that yeah. now. He's probably, a big he's honestly probably he on the scale. He's honestly probably playing like one eighty five, one ninety. Like he is fucking oh, small. He's just one dude. of us, dude. He's gonna get broken. <laughs> but, but the thing is, he's not like other shorter quarterbacks. Like Kyler and Russell Wilson are they're thick boys. Yeah, they're stocky. Yeah, they're stocky. They're thick. They got that. They got that baseball ass. Yeah, they got two, that thick two, ass. two sport yeah. athletes too. You know. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> but dude, Bryce. Bryce Young is just slender, 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 man. He is fucking tiny. So that was crazy to see. I just that's terrifying. Yeah, like Miles mind. Garrett sacking him. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. that's questionable. He didn't play too bad either. In my in my opinion, for first game in the NFL, I can't believe you're scaring me off the Cowboys right now because I have them and Giants circled. Well, oh, for survivors, I yeah. mean, yeah, Cowboys aren't gonna be bad. I just I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be one of those games because. Week two is just full of overreactions, so it's going to be one of those games, and it's the Cowboys, so the public money is already there. I just think, man, it's one of those things where everyone's going to pick them betting, and everyone's going to pick them in Survivor, and Zach Wilson gets the job done. Dak Prescott has one of his Dak Prescott games where he has two, three interceptions. I don't know. I mean, they could also probably get blown out like the Giants did, so... (laughs) Definitely a good game. Yeah, to, you know what? It's a good game to circle the under on. That's that's for sure. Okay, yeah, no, you kind of, and you know what? Honestly, I think you should question everything you do until I the last feel, second. I feel like I'm hoping that gets a ten because if it gets a ten, I'm hammering the Jets. I feel like I would be more okay with losing on the fade Cardinal strategy than going to war with Dak Prescott <laughs> and massage Mike. And fucking losing. Like, I don't know if I'd be able to live it myself. So you might have talked me out of it. So I appreciate yeah, the I like fading the Cardinals. Yeah, I think that's the best play. Just keep continue to fade them, man. Especially with these teams that you're not going to pick again all year anyway. Yeah, the Giants are also, like, they're so much better than they played last week. And we all know that. It's kind of yeah. like a Bengals thing. I know you don't love that comparison right now, but... You know for a fact you're going to get more out of that yeah. team. Like they're not going to. They're going to come out there. pissed off, dude. They're going to come yeah. out pissed off with something to prove against a really bad team, every and they were not want to impose their will. Run power yeah. every every yeah. carry is like two more yards than a normal day. You know what I mean? Like they break one more tackle each every other drive. Dude, like, probably a great weekend to have Saquon Barkley on your fantasy team. Yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, if they're smart, dude, they'll use him to beat the hell out of the Cardinals. No doubt. And they will succeed. <laughs> no doubt. He'll absolutely absolutely succeed. Yeah. So I mean And I guess with that, what else do we got, boys? I mean fantasy football is is so back. Oh yeah. Let's see week. We changed nice. up the structure of the league this year. Just for uh, got away from the divisions, so everyone's in a rank. 
Are you ready for that, Eli? Can you run through it or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My bad. Let me bring it up. But yeah, tell him. Uh, Eli tell- forgot his job, dude. Yeah, I did forget my job. I'm sorry. Fantasy football was an absolute train wreck for quarterbacks last week. The train wreck for me, dude. Sucks. I got Garrett Wilson in two leagues, and I don't know what to do with him. I, yes. I mean, Garrett Wilson's still going to be good. I got a tough matchup against Ruben, who scored the most points in the league last week. And I'm in between if I want to start Zay Flowers. Take Garrett Wilson out against the Cowboys and or leave him in, put Zay Flowers in flex and take David Montgomery out of flex. Take David Montgomery Very out. Very weird spot. Easy. That's what that's I was that's what I have right, right now. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, sorry about that. All right. So we're back. One little uh thing I did have said to me that I think you guys may be interested in is Ruben recommended possibly considering a dynasty league, given the fact that we don't have much league turnover. So just something to think about. That that is pretty interesting. Down. Okay, so week one is in the books. Um, there was a lot of winners. There was a lot of losers. Uh, the top scorer clocking in was Jake Rubin, 155.64. Um, absolute bashing. He had Tua, Jones, Diggs. Uh, worst score of the week, because I'm going to do this now, is Connor Walsh at 78.34. <laughs> Tough week for Connor. Tough week, yeah. I mean, he had the J.K. Dobbins injury, and J.K. was one of his top three scorers. So that is a hard week for him. Ooh. But, you know, week one is kind of messy like that. So we're going to be shouting out the top and the bottom from here on out. Uh, starting with Girth, Tremby beat Sags uh, 100 to 85, low scoring in the in the eyes of the league. But uh, Sags put his entire team on the board directly after, outside of Christian McCaffrey. So we got some movement already. Uh, Connor took the loss to Troy uh, over in Scotland, Troy. 91 points, and he snuck out with a win. He's a pretty lucky guy. He got away with that one. Frankie fell to CD's nuts, 115 to 97. Oh, your brother-in-law getting you, dude. Tough one. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough when that's their name, and that's what you're looking at every single time you check the score. It's a frustrating situation to be in. Stefan, who was at the bottom of the leaderboard last season, had a big showing against Jake Rubin, 155 to 136. That was a great effort. Stefan had the second-highest score of the week. Just unlucky That's draw. Brutal. That's still, fantasy, man. It's the worst. And he lost by 15 points. Yeah, he still lost by a bit. That's crazy. Speaking of losses, Nick to Jared, 93 to 106. Ugh. And then lastly, I uh, welcomed our buddy Ramon to the league with a loss. Uh, Mr. Mashed Potatoes himself, 187. So another sleeper of a game. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a little bit more to Jalen Hurts. If uh, I'm going to get anywhere. So Philly fans, this is your time. This is your moment to shine here. It's the one opportunity I'm giving you, please. All right. Great. Thank you, Eli. Uh, Another fun season of the beer league coming up. Really excited for that, but we'll end the show with our blocks of the week. Let's get to it. Um, Last week was embarrassing. We, we touched on earlier as a, as an embarrassing, pitiful, uh, demoralizing performance by the New York Giants. They were my lock. Um, so that sucks. Um, but hey, got to keep shooting your shots right this week. I'm going to go with another shitty team, or at least they were shitty in week one. The Chicago Bears plus three. I said it earlier. I think they're going to win this game outright. So I will gladly take them by a, uh, take them with a field goal. Chicago Bears plus three. All right, last week, uh, 1-0 so far, Green Bay Packers plus one. They won 38-20 to the Chicago Bears. Uh, this week, we are going to go with the Lions minus five and a half. 
Um, you can get that right now, but it'll probably be what Friday when this comes out. And I've seen the line shift already to minus six. Uh, and they are playing, I completely fucking forget already. Wow, I'm a terrible Seahawks, fan. buddy. Seahawks. <laughs> Thank you. So, minus five and a half lines. See you next week. Yeah, I started uh, 0-1 as well with the uh, Steelers. Really just bad game against the Niners. Didn't really see that coming, uh, but we prevail. We we uh, We keep going. So I got the Packers this week, minus one against the Falcons. Basically a pick at that point. Um, I like Jordan Love. The Packers are kind of one of those teams, like Big Cat touched on even, that they're just always kind of good. Like, they find a way. They have the energy. They Like, the aura is there. They're just the team that you can always count on being good. And uh, the Falcons, they're a young team, especially Ritter, a quarterback. Bijan Robinson, he's a dog. I have him in fantasy, so I'll be rooting for that. But uh, the only threat really is Robinson, and I just see the Packers outpacing the Falcons over an extended period of time. Uh, love it. Love it. Uh, I know Eli and I were trying to scoop Jordan Love up off the waiver, so we'll find out at 3 a.m. Uh, tomorrow. We'll stay up. If we get him. Um, have fun. You can stay up. I'll be sleeping. I'll be up. Um, I'll call so you. we're at a 2-2 two and two spot. Uh, two and two. A couple weeks ago, Frank, you weren't around. Um, I gave out two preseason plays. Uh, it was we weren't doing locks back then. Oh, I did. I gave out locks in the preseason, dude. All right, Ravens money line, which actually lost against Washington, and Eli, you know, he had a field date with that, but whatever. Um, and then it was the Jags uh, minus three and a half versus the Colts in the preseason, which got there. And then you know, let's fast forward and rewind to last week. We had Boise State plus four and a half. The streak continues. Twenty two and O ATS and home openers in college football. And then um, you know, my Baltimore Ravens, Lamar absolutely decided he wanted to kick me in the dick in fantasy by putting up less than ten points and also blowing the team total by throwing an interception late in the second quarter to a covered Zay Flowers while getting pressured from the defensive end through an interception when they are in field goal range. Um, so they ended up with 25 points and we just need to go over 26 and a half. So that made me sick along with all the injuries. Um, but you know what? Hey, today's a new week and uh, you live and let die. So um, college football, you guys know I love dogs and we're going to get ugly here. We're going to get, we're going to get like wake up in the morning when you're out at the bar at 4 a.m. because you're in New York, ugly, blackout drunk. And we're going Central Michigan plus 34 and a half against Notre Dame on the road. Reason why I love this. Notre Dame guy. Reason why I love this is because Notre Dame is, uh, they have Ohio State next week. So I just think, hey, they're going to get out to a big early lead. Um, obviously a team like central Michigan is going to want to compete. You know, they're in the Mac. They're going to want to show that, Hey, like we can put up points against, you know, a good football team like Notre Dame backdoor is going to be open in the fourth quarter, 34 and a half. It's a lot of points. So let's get there. And then I'm kind of on board with Nikki Q, but we're going to take a different angle in the Lions Seahawks game. I'm going to go Lions team total over 26 and a half. The Lions averaged 33 points per game at home last season. That's all you got to know. Uh, just think Jared Goff's going to sling it. The offense looked pretty good. They just beat the Chiefs, and uh, I really like them to score a lot of points this Sunday. Boom. There you have it. 
week two, NFL week three of college, technically week two. Um, there you go. Another episode of Lunch Beers Podcast. 